Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Today, I have another exciting episode for you. I'm talking all about how you can step into main character energy and take back control of your own life. Because let's face it, we are creators of our own life, we co-create with the universe, but so often we let other people take control of our own life without even realizing it. Which is why I felt inspired to record this episode, giving you seven ways that you can take back control and become the main character of your own story again. All right, so let's just jump into it. So the first way that you can become the main character of your life is to stop letting other people control your decisions and start trusting your intuition. This is something that oftentimes we don't realize we are doing, but I bet so many of us do it. How often do you get a second opinion from someone before you make a decision? How many times do you double check with someone to make sure the decision you are making is the right one? That need for external validation and assurance from others before you make a decision or go after what makes you happy is actually holding you back from strengthening your intuition and becoming that main character. If you wanna strengthen your intuition, you need to let go of the need to seek out assurance and approval from others before making a decision. When you give others control over your decisions, you are making them the main character instead of you. You see what I'm saying? Often this actually stems back to childhood. We always seeked out approval from our parents before we did things, usually, rightfully so. We are young, we're still learning, and our parents are adults. Of course, we need approval first before leaving the house to go to a friend's house or, you know, go out and do something or spend money or whatever else because we are still learning and there are teachers at the time. But since we were so conditioned to do this since childhood, it's now a natural behavior. So before we make a decision, we look for approval. And you even saw this at school, right? Like if you had to go to the bathroom, I'm sure you had to get permission from your teacher before you got up and went to the bathroom. But as adults, we don't need to do this anymore. We need to let go of this conditioned behavior and trust in ourselves to make the best possible decisions for ourselves. And perhaps you also grew up with parents who would constantly doubt your decisions, talk down to you about what you thought was best, and maybe you wanted to pursue a career, but your parents always thought that there was a better career path out there that you should pursue. This again creates this habit of believing that you can't make the right decision for yourself, and this actually blocks your intuition. So it's time to reframe this. It's time to strengthen your intuition again and believe that you are capable of being in control of your own life. So the next time you need to make a decision for yourself, don't ask anyone for permission. Don't ask for an opinion or seek out that external validation. Just do it. Go with your gut because this is your life. It's not theirs and you are the one that deals with the consequences of your decisions, not them. So number two, start showing up as your most authentic self. Figure out who you truly want to be and be that person. I find that so many of us hide parts of who we truly are in fear of judgment or because someone in the past shamed a part of us that we were wanting to express, whatever the case may be. Again, we can see this happening when a parent thinks that their chosen path for you 
is better than your own chosen path. Sometimes parents can push their failed dreams upon their children without even realizing it. It's like they want their children to live out the life that they wanted to have but never could. But this doesn't necessarily mean that you want to live out their broken dreams. Which is why it's important to know that you are the main character of your own life and you don't need to hide who you want to be. You don't need to be that version of you that your parents want you to be. For the longest time, I took judgment to heart. I was afraid of what others might think of me. But as I started my healing and spiritual journey, I realized that their judgments are just beliefs and not facts. And everyone has a different version of me created in their mind based off of their own perspectives. Everyone's opinion and perspective is based off of the life experiences that they went through. And it's all based off of their belief system. Our belief system is also just a reflection of how we feel internally. Now, I know that this can sound confusing, but I tried to explain this in a previous episode. So I'm going to explain it here as well. So when I first started pursuing my blog full time, and I started telling others that I wanted to start a blog and blog for a living, a lot of people judged me for it. You know, I heard things like, oh, you'll never be able to make enough money doing that. Blogging for a living isn't hard work. Why don't you get a real job? But these opinions and judgments were often just a reflection of their belief system. They believed that in order to make money, you need to work hard doing something that is perceived as a normal job in society. And if you enjoy your job, then it's not hard work. And if you're not working hard, then you're not worthy of the money you make. They believed that you were lazy if you weren't doing what was considered a hard working job in their eyes. But the great thing about life is that nothing has meaning. Everything just is. And it's us as humans who give things meaning based off of our beliefs. And what's considered hard working is based off of perspective in everyone's own personal life experiences. Their belief that my job isn't hard work is based off of their experiences and what was pushed upon them. And if they believe you have to work hard and you have to have what's considered to be a normal societal job, then that's exactly how they are going to need to be in order to make their money because that's what they believe to be true. But what I've learned is that I'm the main character of my own story. Their beliefs aren't my beliefs. So I listened to their feedback, but I politely declined it while I continued to believe that I was capable of making money pursuing my passion, and that's exactly what I did. So remember, the next time someone judges you, politely decline their feedback and realize that's just a reflection of what they believe to be true. But it doesn't have to be your truth because you are the main character in your story, not them. There will always be someone out there who has different beliefs than you. It's just the way that life works. Who's to say your beliefs are more right than theirs and vice versa? You create your reality through what you believe to be true. So keep that in mind. If you believe you can do what you are passionate about for a living, then who cares what anyone else believes? Their beliefs aren't helping you obtain anything. If anything, it's just distracting you from achieving what you want because it's causing self-doubt. And if you are feeling triggered when someone has different beliefs or is judging you, then realize you may need to heal something from the past that relates to your self-doubt and need for external validation. But we are only human, of course, so these feelings are normal. These emotions are normal, but we have the potential to work through them so they are no longer affecting our story. All right, so number three, let go of people-pleasing and start prioritizing yourself. 
Remember, this is your story, your life. So why is it that you are still allowing yourself to push your happiness aside in order to please others? I was a people pleaser for a very long time, and I realized that this actually stemmed back to my childhood. Growing up, my dad was hurting mentally and physically. He was suffering from an injury that led to struggling with addiction, which also led to depression, mood swings, and short tempers. And as a child, I was constantly walking on eggshells because I was afraid to upset him. His short temper really scared me as a child. And this is where my people-pleasing tendencies stemmed from. And I held on to this version of myself for a really long time. I didn't realize that I was still reacting this way in my everyday life until people started to point this out to me and I realized that I was trying to constantly avoid conflict and confrontation. Now that I have become more self-aware, I'm realizing that I no longer need to hold on to this version of myself that I created to protect myself as a child. The people-pleasing tendencies were trauma responses that my inner child held on to because as a child, People-pleasing was what kept me feeling safe, all right? So I didn't want conflict. Yelling triggers me. So when conflict and confrontation happened, it would trigger my inner child that was still hurt. But now that I'm taking back control of my own life, I started prioritizing myself. If you struggle with people-pleasing tendencies, then it's time to start putting yourself first. Do that inner work to set boundaries and heal that hurt inner child because it's going to be key to stepping into main character energy. Because the universe is only going to reflect back to us how we feel internally. Build your confidence and start standing up for yourself more. And the best way to start doing this is by letting go of those people-pleasing tendencies. And if you don't want to say yes, then say no. You don't need to say yes to keep the peace externally. Because keeping the peace externally only creates chaos and discomfort internally, which continues to create this external reality that you aren't truly happy with. And when you are happy internally, your external reality will finally reflect this back to you. All right, number four, let go of people and things that are lowering your vibration. If you want to become the main character of your life, then it's important to learn to let go. Oftentimes, we put people who are actually doing more harm than good for us above ourselves. I especially see this happen when it comes to love and relationships. I recall this in a previous relationship of my own. I knew that this person wasn't good for me. He never treated me well, but I continued to stay because I felt that in order to be whole, in order to feel whole, I needed to be loved by someone. Even though he didn't love me, I became in love with the idea of who he could be, so I kept holding on. His energy was actually lowering my vibration. We often hold on to people in hopes that we can change them, but the truth is we can't change people. Can people change? Yes, I, I believe that they can change, but we cannot make them change. So instead, it's important to focus on what we can change, and that's ourselves. Once we remember that we are the main characters of our own life, we can change our mindset. We can remember that we don't have to settle for shitty love stories. And we remember that we don't need someone else to complete us. That our most powerful energy is the energy of realizing that we are whole on our own. And once we start giving ourselves the love that we know we deserve, that's when we start attracting people into our lives who reflect that love that we give to ourselves. That's how the universe works. You attract relationships that reflect your unhealed wounds to you. And once you start doing that inner work, 
you start to see a change in the people around you. But you must let go of what you know isn't good for you in order to make room for what is. That's main character energy. And this means letting go of toxic habits too. Anything that lowers your vibration and keeps you in toxic cycles needs to go. All right, so number five, add joy to your everyday mundane tasks. Let's face it, no one enjoys everyday tasks like folding the laundry, driving to work, paying bills, cleaning the house. And oftentimes, the people that do enjoy these everyday tasks are because they're adding joy to them. So I challenge you to do the same. And this goes with that saying, romanticize your life. What romanticizing your life means to me is adding joy to the tasks that lack excitement. I like to add uplifting music in the background when working on something that I don't usually find exciting. Or I'll listen to or watch something motivating while doing tasks that I find boring like folding the laundry, washing the dishes, or even driving somewhere, you know, Sometimes you find people enjoy driving and usually the people that enjoy driving is because they find it peaceful to just sit there and listen to good music while just driving, right? So that's how you can add, you know, joy to the everyday tasks. As you are doing these tasks that don't excite you, remind yourself that there is joy in even the simplest of things. You just have to create it because that's what life is. It's a creation and we are the creators. We are co-creating with the universe. Number six, take more risks. One of the best ways to step into main character energy is by taking more risks. Taking risks can be really scary, but the best part about taking risks is the opportunity for growth. Society pushes this narrative that we need to follow a set structure in order to find success and survive. You go to school, then you get a minimum wage job while you pursue a degree so that you can finally get a higher paying job just so that you can pay off the loans you took out in order to get that job in the first place. And then you're stuck on this never ending wheel of trying to level up in life the way that society believes you should. Society conditions us to think that survival mode is the only way to live. But what if you took a risk? What if you took a risk and believed that you could succeed? The risks that we take often lead to growth and opportunity. So I challenge you to take a risk. I chose to go to college because it's what was pushed upon me in high school. And I thought if I didn't go to college, I wouldn't be successful. After attending college for a year and a half, I realized that it wasn't for me. So I chose to drop out, but many questioned this decision. They'd ask when I would go back, but I didn't want to. And this led me to eventually finding success through taking a risk to start a blog and quit my job that kept me feeling secure. The job that kept me feeling secure also kept me on survival mode. Quitting that job was a huge risk for me because being self-employed wasn't stable or promised when it came to income. There was always ups and downs and a lot of unknowns, but I trusted that I was capable. And once I started trusting my capabilities, I knew there was a reality that existed where I was living out this self-made career. So I continued to visualize this into existence. Through visualization and inspired action, I had a six-figure year from my blog. And I wouldn't have had these moments if I didn't take those risks. So that's why I am encouraging you to take a risk. As long as that risk is something you feel passionately about and it comes from a genuine heart space, then it's meant for you. 
And often we think, well, what if I fail or what if it doesn't work out? We always think the worst case scenario because our ego is wanting to protect us. But often it's our ego that stands in our way. Everything happens for a reason. There is no such thing as failure. If it doesn't work out, it simply means you are being redirected to something better. And remember that the more inner work that you do, the more your external world begins to shift and align. Number seven, set intentions and take action. If you want to become the main character of your life, then it's time to set intentions and take action towards achieving what you set out for yourself. So there's this exercise that I like to do in order to get clear on my intentions. So first, grab a piece of paper and a pen, and now take some time to write out what it is you want to change about your current reality. Maybe you are currently employed for a job that doesn't fulfill you. Maybe you want to buy a new house. Maybe you want to move across the country. Whatever it is you are currently wanting to change about your current reality, write it all down. And now the second part of this exercise is writing out what it is you want in this new reality. So for example, if you want to change your job, then write out what your ideal job would be. If you want to change your location, write out what your ideal location would be. Get specific. Now next, you want to look at your current reality and ask yourself and be honest. How are you keeping yourself in this current reality? And what changes do you need to make in order to align with your dream reality? Are there any habits that are keeping you in your current reality? What about mindset blocks? Are you afraid to take action towards making changes to align to your new reality? And where does this fear come from? The truth is nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't do the work to change your current reality, then you will always be living in your current reality. However, there are tons of realities that exist for you. And there is a reality that exists where you are living out the dream reality that you wrote out for yourself. But only you can choose to align with this reality. And that happens when you make the necessary changes to shift from your current reality to that dream reality. So set intentions and goals that will help you create the changes that you need in order to align. And what I've learned from personal goal setting experience is that you need to set reasonable goals. Start by setting smaller intentions that will help you work towards achieving those big goals. And maybe you want to buy a house. Okay, well then, What small goals can you set that will help you achieve that one big goal? For example, set the intention to get pre-approved for a mortgage loan and then give yourself a deadline to get this done and stick to it. As long as you are taking action towards your big goals, you will get there. But you don't need to set big intentions. If you set small intentions and only focus on those small intentions instead of focusing only on the big goal, then it will lead to less overwhelm and procrastination because focusing on the big goal only leads to that overwhelm and procrastination. All right, so these are just seven ways that you can step into main character energy and take back control of your own life because we all have free will, we all hold the pen, and we all write our own story. We are co-creators with the universe and now is the perfect opportunity to start a new chapter. So what's your next chapter going to be? the choice is yours. Thank you for tuning in and sharing your time with me. Don't forget to follow me on social media to connect even more at LDuclose, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms, including YouTube. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.